the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today in our church, um, we are celebrating the feast of the transfiguration of Jesus. Now, what significance is the transfiguration of Jesus for us today? Well, first, let's understand what is the purpose of this transfiguration? What actually happened? If you actually um, look at, at our church above this door over here, if you look at the painting above, you're going to see the painting is depicting the transfiguration of Jesus. Jesus on a mountain, just like we heard today, he takes three of his apostles up to a mountain. Now, a mountain, this same mountain, is the same mountain that we heard of in the first reading and in the second reading about Moses going up to the mountain. And what happens on this mountain is, Moses would speak with God, and God would come to Moses through a cloud. And Moses would see God face to face. And when he would see God, actually, he, he would become so, he would only see the back of God, technically, a shadow of God, because he couldn't really fully see God completely. And when he would see God, his whole entire face would be filled with light, because he, he was literally, imagine if, us as humans, if we're one inch closer to the sun, was like centimeters closer to the sun, we would literally burn. That's how powerful the sun is. Well, Moses, being in front of God, who is the creator of the sun, looking upon God's face, was filled with so much light that when he would come down from this meeting place, the mountain, when he would come down, he would put a veil over his head because he was so bright because of this encounter with God. Moses was transformed when he would see God. Well, today, Jesus, being human, fully, fully human, the apostles still don't quite understand that, yes, he's fully human, but guess what? He not only has a human nature, he has another nature. What's the other nature that Jesus has? A divine nature. So he reveals to them, his figure changes. All of a sudden, he goes from being just a fleshly human to all of a sudden, he becomes this human that's filled with light and glory. And they realize something really powerful here. They hear the voice of the Father, and the voice of the Father says what? This is my Son. When we call Jesus the Son of God, what we're saying is, is that Jesus has the same nature as God the Father. Jesus has the same nature. That's what makes him the son of the Father. It's not that God the Father actually had a son, like how we think about it in human terms. What we're saying here is that Jesus has the same nature as the Father. He's his son. So in this moment where Jesus is showing his nature, where does Jesus get this nature? He gets it from the Father. Because he belongs to the Father, because he is the Son of the Father, he is filled with this glory. And he shows this to them. Why? Because Jesus is not just showing them, hey, look, I'm God. Woo, look at me transforming. I'm God. No. He's saying, yes, underneath this human nature, I am God, and this is what I want to do with you. He says to the apostles. In other words, he's showing them that you too are going to be transformed. Transfigure is another word for transform. 
He's saying to the apostles, I want you guys to also be transformed. The reason why Jesus became a human, God becomes human, is so that humanity can become more like God. God becomes man, man can become what? Like God. So how do you and I transform in the same way as Moses and in the same way as the apostles? They would go up and they would have this meeting on a mountain with God and they would be transformed. Moses did, the apostles did today in the gospel. How do you and I see Jesus, the face of Jesus, see the face of God the Father through Jesus and be transformed today? How do we become in our own transfiguration? How do we do that? Anybody have any idea? Huh? Very good. Somebody said the Eucharist. In particular, coming to Mass. What's so beautiful, my brothers and sisters, is that every single part of the Mass has an explanation. There's a purpose. There's a, we're it has a symbolic meaning of something much deeper than what we can see. Just like the apostles, they could only see Jesus in a human way, and then all of a sudden they saw the reality of Jesus' divinity. You and I, we may look at the Mass and we may go, okay, we're sitting, we're standing, we're saying these words. Father is doing some weird movements, and um, when is this over? Father, are you done yet? I got to go to dinner with my friends. Father, are you done yet? I got to go to work. Father, are you done yet? I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Ooh, that girl's pretty. Ooh, that boy is kind of cute. Ooh. Nothing wrong with that. We're human. But how many of us today don't have any idea why there are even steps here? Why is there even height going on here? Again, where did, where did people meet God? Up a mountain. Why are there steps here? Symbolizing a mountain. Or also Calvary, where Jesus died. See, my brothers and sisters, when we come to Mass, we're not just singing songs of praise to God and then we get a Starbucks at church. That's, that's cute. That's the Protestant church. That's really cute. That's nice. They get to drink Starbucks at church and they sing and they dance. That's nice. But that's not how God has called us to worship Him in the primary way. What God wants is not just for us to sing songs to Him. What God wants is to transform us from within. So that when I listen to the Word of God and the priest preaching, He begins to change the way that I see reality and my reality. He begins to, to change the way God begins to change the way that I think, the way that I talk, the way that I act. So I'm not here to just hear the Word of God and say, oh, that's, a, that's a, a really nice talk, Father. Your homily was really great, Father. That's cool. But when I'm here and I'm listening to the Word of God, what part of the Word of God am I actually taking with me when I leave here to actually implement in my life? Are we doing that? Or are we just sitting and listening? Many of us are not even listening. <laughs> I'm here today to be transformed. I'm not here today to do God a favor. God doesn't need my favors. God doesn't need my worship even. We are the ones that when we worship God, we are the ones that benefit from that worship. We are the ones that transformation. We are the ones that need to be moved from within.
and changed from within. And so every single part of the Mass is an opportunity for me to be transformed. The bread and the wine are being transformed from bread to the body of Jesus. Why? So that just like we say in the Mass, sanctify our bodies by your holy body. Pardon our sins by your every single part. If we pay attention to every single part of the Mass, if you picked up your book and you followed along with the words of the Mass, you'll understand that every single part is a part for me to be playing a role to be active in. Because something is happening at every single part of the Mass that I need to be attentive to. Because if I'm not attentive to it, then I'm going to come and I'm going to go and guess what? I'm going to walk out of these doors and I'm going to be the same exact person that I was when I walked in here. Because I'm not expecting information. I'm doing a job for God. But God doesn't want us to come in out of routine. God doesn't want me to do Him favors. God doesn't need me to do lip service. God wants to meet us, to transform us. When we look at the host, the priest lifts up the host, what are we looking at in, in faith? We're not just looking at bread. How many of us today, when we look at the host, we realize that we're looking at the face of Jesus? When I look at the host, even though my eyes tell me that this is just bread, how many of us have faith to understand that God came to man in the Old Testament through bread? through miraculous bread. And so today he's doing the same thing. He's coming to us again through bread. So when I look at this bread, it's not ordinary bread. It's the real transformed, transfigured body of Jesus. When I come to look at the host that way, when I pray that way, something really inside of me is going to change. We need faith, my brothers and sisters, when we come to Mass. And that faith has to be active. It cannot just be, all right, again, let's just get through this. Am I participating in what's happening here? Because what's happening here is absolutely awesome. If you pay attention to actually one of the prayers of the Mass, it says, be attentive to what the priest is doing. These awesome mysteries are being consecrated. Something incredible is happening. God is coming down to earth in the form of a cloud. Have you ever noticed Jesus is sitting on clouds? Have you ever thought about the bisma that we use? Today, again, God comes in the form of a cloud. He speaks through the form of a cloud. Well, there are clouds painted there, and guess what? The bisma creates a cloud. Why? Because God's presence, just like He did it, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, he came in the form of a cloud. Today, when we see the bisma, are we just like, <coughs> can they stop using so much bisma? Do we realize, no, God's presence, something actually holy is taking place on this altar. When I was a kid, you couldn't just come up and stand on this altar like age to take pictures. Oh, it's, it's our baptism day. Let's just take a picture. This is not a stage. Unfortunately, sometimes people come and they're not even dressed appropriately. 
They're inappropriately dressed and they're coming to the altar and they're standing on the most holiest place just to take a picture. But do we realize that there's a step here, okay? And the reason why the step here is symbolizing that now this is heaven and your, where you're sitting is earth. Heaven and earth collide so that you and I can come to heaven and be transfigured and become holy and saints so that leave this church I'm not leaving this church the same I'm leaving this church entering heaven having a foretaste of heaven eating heavenly food being transformed by heaven by God and then leaving to take heaven with me and to spread the kingdom on earth are we doing that when we come to mass are we attentive do we realize what's taking place? My brothers and sisters, if I can encourage you to do anything, it is to start studying the Mass. Father Fadi actually has a great series, an explanation of the Mass. It's like four or five episodes, and, and they're, they're like 20, 20 minutes or something like that. And literally, he breaks down every single part of the Mass. The Mass, my brothers and sisters, is the primary way that God wants us to worship Him. But if we don't know how to worship God, then we're not getting much out of this, are we? Then we're just going to receive the Eucharist as if it's a piece of bread. And we're just going to be coughing like, can we get rid of this uh, bisma here? And we're just going to be like, okay, Father, can you just stop talking? That's not what God wants when we come to church. God wants us to come, al us to come alive in a new way to be transformed. But transformation has to start here in my mind. Transformation has to start here in my mind and in my heart. And then it moves to my behavior and to my actions. But if I don't have transformation here, then my behavior is never going to change. My behavior will always stay the same. I'll keep falling into the same sins over and over and over. But because I don't have knowledge, I don't understand what I'm doing and what I'm receiving, nothing is changing. So I gave you a little sneak peek of what's going on in the Mass and how holy and how reverent we should be at Mass. But there's more to it. Today, are we coming to Mass with reverence and in awe? Am I in awe that God is entering this very place to enter into my soul and to enter into my body? Or are we just used to it? Today, we need to go back to having fear and awe. Not fear as I'm afraid of God, but understanding that this is holy, that God is here. Do we have that kind of faith when we come to church? God wants us to have faith because faith, it activates things. Your faith will activate the power of the Eucharist. You can receive the Eucharist, Nothing changes, but when you come as this is really, truly the body of Christ, and you have that live, alive faith, your, your faith, your heart is on fire, guess what? You really, truly begin to live like you received the Eucharist. Today, I challenge you, pick up your Mass book. Even look up the Mass, uh, Ma Chaldean Mass booklet. You can find the PDF. Start reading little parts of the prayers. Start learning. The more you learn, the more you understand what's 
thing, the more you are really truly transformed. So that the transfiguration of Jesus isn't just an event that took place, but it's something that's happening today for me and in me so that I'm transformed by the face of God through the Eucharist and I can transform the world. Amen? Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.